Your On The Mark podcast is loading now. The On The Mark podcast is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company, family-owned dealership since 1915, 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, on Routes 11 and 15 Hummel's Wharf. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On The Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1-800-795-9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On The Mark, Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. Great, thanks. Are you okay, buddy? Oh, Jesus. Turn off the oxygen. So sorry. I forget that. I turned the heat on in here for you so that your senior bones are warmer, but I forget about the oxygen. Well, they Sorry. just shove me in this tent, and then there's no <laughs> oxygen in here until you turn it on. Well, you have the fresh air vent over there. And I mean, it's the armed guards who make you wear the mask the minute you come through the door, and <laughs> then they shove me into this tent. They don't. They hustle me down the hallway. They're armed with what? They have two arms. <laughs> no, they have cans of Lysol spray oh, I see. and holsters They'll on their hips. They'll spritz you in a heartbeat. Yep. Yeah. They, yep. They escort you to your studio and take good care of you here. We're glad to say. Hey, special thanks, Northumberland County Emergency Management Agency. Uh, we needed some more cloth, uh, sort of low, low impact masks here, and they came through for us. So we really appreciate that. I Thank saw you. that, but they seemed rather expensive. There was a price tag on them. Yeah. Oh no, those are those are the ones from the from the staff, sales staff. Oh, okay. They're for the sales staff. They have to pay for their own masks. So we're they? not <laughs> providing their masks. They have to pay six dollars a mask because. Well, these are four, I think. Uh, oh, okay. Well, these are for the just. <laughs> what are you making a two dollar profit on the sales? These are for the salespeople who are struggling. They have I to see. pay for their own masks. Our staffers get them. The the real people here, the announcers, get them for free. But there's no sales staff up here anyway. We're we're devoid of irritation. Now you make it sound like the salespeople irritate you, and they are the reason you have a paycheck. Always remember that. On the market sponsor of the <laughs> Sunbury Motor Company, you can check them out at sunburymotors.com. Our toll-free line is open. You can call us, 1-800-795-9565. That's 1-800-795-9565. We have open phones right now. We do not have a guest scheduled. Tomorrow at this time, U.S. Senator Pat Toomey is going to be checking in, so we'll let you know about that. Uh, you can email us at onthemarkwkok.com if you'd like to have your message read on the radio. We do have one email pending, so we'll read that. No texts ready. You can text us at 70236. That's the Text Connect member. Just reply to a previous message or sign up for Text Connect at WKOK.com and then you can send us a text at 70236. Uh, we send out Text Connect messages whenever there's uh, breaking local or national news or state news in many cases. I believe we sent out a Text Connect last night to let you know that the governor was about to speak and announce his red light, green light. Remember that when it was a child game? Red light, green light? Uh, I can't get situation. past the amber light where it says, health and wellness facilities will remain closed. Gee, isn't that smart? Let's take away the things that help you keep healthy and well, and we're going to keep them closed. What's a health and wellness facility? Well, a gym, I would suspect, spas, places like that. Oh, are you in this gym? You are, you're going to melt down if you don't I get am. to the gym. I, I'm taking long walks every day, but that doesn't cut it. I need to get back to the gym. <laughs> but I mean, seriously, to stop melodic th- music and relax. No, no, I, 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 watch, I take my tablet along and watch uh, 
programs like Bosch on... Uh, while you're walking? No, no. While I'm riding a bicycle or using the elliptical or... A, a stationary bicycle. Right. <laughs> Not out in the community watching a no, show no, while you're no, riding No, bike. no, 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 no. This is Do a you own a bicycle with two wheels? Uh, I did, but I don't anymore. Okay. But seriously, health and wellness facilities should be open. There's got to be a way to... He's opening up construction, as one of our emailers tells us this morning. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's roughly... Uh, it's not dissimilar to a, a wellness facility. They could certainly say that gyms, every other piece of equipment you can't oh, use. Okay. They could limit the number of people in the gym for the top, you know. Yeah, we could maybe make an appointment. Like at the YMCA, a lot of times I'll go in the afternoon, mid-afternoon when I'm done with work. And uh, there's very few people in the fitness center then, but go at 5 p.m. and they're packed. Right. Well, I usually go about a quarter of five in the morning. So at 4.45, there aren't too many people there. No, there's only a few nuts out there. Oh, All that's right. the second time I've been called a nut in two days. <laughs> well, never mind. That's a great discipline that you have, though. And, of course, it's working for you. You're well, maintaining it, your weight. I think it keeps me healthy, you know. And it's, so I really resent being told that I can't do what I want to do to stay healthy because the governor has determined that um, it's not essential. Well, it's essential to me. Well, sometimes, well, everything's essential to somebody. Look at guns and beer are available. You should be happy. I don't need guns and beer. <laughs> I don't own a gun, and I seldom drink a beer. <laughs> okay. One now eight. you cut off my diet Pepsi, and there's going to be a war. <laughs> <laughs> then we're, we're going to have a Liberty March on the steps of That's the Capitol right. again. All right. Well, we would invite folks to call in. The governor did announce the red, yellow, and green phases last evening, and uh, maybe you have some reaction to what you heard. It is possible that parts of the central Susquehanna Valley, though not necessarily, uh, would uh, join the uh, yellow area where individuals who are working from home should continue to do so if possible. Uh, businesses that have in-person operations may operate but must follow uh, business and building safety orders, meaning you know social distancing and using telework to conduct that kind of business. Uh, that would apply for, the, for example, the radio sales staff here. They typically do face-to-face meetings with our many, many clients, but uh, in those particular cases, they could try telemeeting, and then uh, if they do face-to-face, they can go to the individual's business and observe uh, you know, a series of protocols there. Child care facilities would be open with the worker and building safety orders in effect. Okay, now stop right there for a minute. Child care facilities, that's putting a bunch of little kids who are probably not going to be understanding how to practice social distancing. I think it would be awfully hard to keep a group of toddlers wearing masks and gloves, but yet that's going to open up, but gyms and recreational facilities... Well, here's the rub. Uh, I I think if you check kids for fever and you try to keep some kids separated and you don't pack too many in a room, I think you could operate a child care safely. Plus, if you're going to open any businesses around here, you got to open child care because you can't have working parents without working child care. So no argument. I think you got to, you know, you you have to maybe the uh, teleworking will continue. So that's, let's say, 100 percent safe. But opening child care has a slight uh, element of risk to it. So, uh, you know, that's sort of the riskiest aspect of it. Uh, Congregate care and prison restrictions would stay in place. So that would be nursing homes are considered congregate care and skilled nursing facilities. And uh, uh, what do we want to say? Personal care boarding homes, for example, no visitors. And this valley's been super in the no visitor aspect. I mean, imposing. It's not super to endure it, but uh, uh, we've only had 
one nursing home case in the whole valley. So that's uh, super, that's pretty good. Well, look at what's happening in Hawaii. I heard Gordon Deal mention this morning, or someone on his program mentioned, that in Hawaii, if you go there, there's a 14-day quarantine for anybody entering the state from outside it. Hawaii. Yeah, so right. can you imagine how many people are going to want a vacation in Hawaii when the first 14 days has to be spent in quarantine? Well, it's funny. My daughter went to Hawaii a couple of weeks ago, and she didn't realize that they had the quarantine for visitors. So, uh, and w- what she and the people that she were with ended up doing was tenting at a campground. Now, it didn't, doesn't rain there very often, so they tented in overnight or, or mild. So, uh, they tented for a few weeks, and they could only go in a limited area. And then uh, she was there to do some work for an acquaintance that has a, a business. And uh, once she was out of quarantine, then she did that work. But then before she could come back, then they started a no-travel return <laughs> policy. Because, well, because she had been exposed to some people who... Um, In Hawaii. Right, who, who may have had it or, or, you know, hadn't been checked. And so then she's now she, then she was back in quarantine for 10 days. In Hawaii. <laughs> so um, it sounds idyllic. So she spent 24 days in quarantine. Right. And how many days did she actually spend doing the work? Eight, eight or nine. Eight or nine. Well, but they're you know it's like 16-hour days working hard, and uh, and her stay was free. It was paid for by the individuals, but she didn't intend to stay that long. I wish someone would quarantine me in Hawaii for a short time. Well, it would depend. If I had to sit in a tent for 14 days, I wouldn't be very happy. Uh, You know, while the beauty is fabulous with limited mobility, um, it it got tiring fast. Now she did have online abilities and would uh, talk to the family. But that's, I'm, I, just, I just mentioned that because it happened to her. You know, it sounds wonderful to be quarantined in Hawaii, but it, it wears thin after a while. Well, now President Trump is saying that after originally, I'm her reporting this morning, I don't know whether it's true or not, that he, he and Vice President Pence both called the governor of Georgia earlier in the week to congratulate him for saying he was going to open up. And now yesterday at the press conference, the president said he ought to slow it down a little bit. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I think we are getting some confusion confusing messages here. And I think the governor's sending out confusing messages. And I realize we're at a place where we've Which never governor? been. Our, our governor. governor. Okay. We're at a place where we've never been before. And I'm willing to cut people all kinds of slack mm-hmm. in a situation like this. You know, tempers are frayed. People are getting agitated. Um, people are just getting tired of the same day being day after day. It's like Groundhog Day again. <laughs> I feel like Bill Murray's going to be in my bedroom with an alarm clock every morning. But, you know, it, it's... I think there's a lack of common sense in some of this stuff. I got you, babe. I'm, <laughs> I'm playing your alarm clock. He mentioned Bill Murray and Ground. Bill Murray okay. Ground, right. I got you, babe. Sonny and Cher. Sonny and Cher, right. Anyway. Six o'clock. The clock goes off, and that song's there. Well, yours goes off at three o'clock. Goes off earlier topic. than that. But seriously, I mean, I, I'm not certain. I, I think everybody's intentions are good. But, you know, it, it's just if you're like us who are being buffeted back and forth by this scientist says this, this guy says that, CNN says this, says President Trump's horrible. Morning Joe this morning, he looked apoplectic. You know, he's all oh, the president's. Blah, 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 the president's well, can I make blah, blah, a suggestion? Don't watch TV? Well, <laughs> I, I think you could find some good stuff. NPR and PBS have some great programs lately. Very, very, very timely. Um, I, I wouldn't watch CNN. It's biased against the president. and They're out to get the president. So. So that taints the conversation, even if they bring on an objective guest, like they had the uh, uh, mayor of uh, Las Vegas on last night, and he just grilled her and would not let her say anything that was objective or you know, that she wanted to do. And and maybe she is doing the wrong thing, but he was going after her. Uh, Who was this? Um, 
Don Lemon? Anderson Cooper. Oh, Anderson Cooper, okay. Um, but uh, and, and don't watch, what, Morning Joe? That's the MSNBC right. one. Don't watch them. And don't watch Fox. I mean, they're, they're still halfway on what the What have pivot. you left me with? Oh, the P- Weather Channel? PBS, <laughs> New York Times. Um, those are reliable. I'm sorry, but I don't subscribe great... to the theory that the New York Times is objective. No, they are under these circumstances. I know they, if they're talking about something in the past that the president has done, I think you could probably say maybe they're a liberal newspaper. That's possible. But under COVID-19, they've done a fabulous job, and they're not out to get the president, and they're conveying all the messages on all sides, and they're, it's, they're doing just a fantastic job. It's really great to see. And, and the Washington Post, they're using it as an opportunity to really grill the administration. Yeah, and, and maybe it's appropriate. Maybe President Trump sure deserves it. Sure, tough questions are appropriate. I'm but, not going to uh, argue that. The articles are very slanted. Now they're saying the he's post. fired some guy uh, that he says he says he never heard of, mm-hmm. who uh, claims he was let go or demoted from his position because he wouldn't buy into oxychloroquine or whatever oh, the heck right. name of that stuff is. Hydrochloroxide. Well, you said last week uh, the president and the governor are in a no-win situation. They well, are. Here's the evidence. They are. You know, and and I. I can understand the president. I mean, he's got a different set of priorities than we have. I mean, it's easy to say we should all be focused on the health, but he's got to be concerned about the jobs of the people in this country and what their living conditions are going to be like after this is over. Well, if he opens, the, if he calls for things to be opened up like he did his Liberty uh, tweets last week, which I think sent a mixed messages because the people he was supporting are calling for the light switch approach where you reopen everything, and then a lot of people die in these areas, it's going to reflect negatively on the president. Plus, it'll be terrible for the families of the people who die as a result. Well, and and terrible though the number is, we have done far better than they had originally projected we would do with respect to the number of deaths. But that's not, that that goes, that it's first one and then the other. We have carefully and safely observed stay at home and shut down non-essential businesses. So therefore, we have done well and don't have much of the disease. People talk about the that we don't have much of the disease around here as though, well, it just never got here. Well, the reason we have not much here is because we are staying at home and shutting down non-essential businesses and limiting contact and but tragically closing daycares and you can't visit gyms. someone in a nursing home. <laughs> you know, I, have, uh, my, I haven't been able to see in person my parents forever, and boy, but I miss it terribly. Up, and, up until this week, people weren't wearing masks in stores. You know, people weren't maintaining six feet of social distance in stores, the stores that were open. Now, all of a sudden, you know, we've all got to wear masks. So if that was important, why wasn't important? Why wasn't it important four weeks ago? All right. Have you heard that this is a novel virus? Yes, I have heard that. Tell me everything we knew about the coronavirus three months ago. Well, we would have known a lot more about it if China had told the truth instead of lying, and I think that's fairly okay. obvious. They and the World Health Organization Stipulated. need to be Fine. seriously looked at. How much did the U.S. CDC know about the coronavirus three months ago? I don't know. The correct answer is zero. <laughs> so in three months, doctors, CDC, FDA, everybody has ramped up their knowledge. This is brand new. You know, you cannot find anyone in the world who says, oh, I know all about this. I am wise when it comes when to COVID. When did the first story start circulating? So we're circulating. learning more. They we've, started circulating in December. We've learned that masks help. And so now we're being asked to, well, mandated. Well, we we could them. have known that. And that, that there's the reports, and I hope they're not true. Uh, I saw this morning an ad saying President Trump sent our masks and our protective equipment to China. 
Well, the way I heard the story was that China, after it understood what it was dealing with and before it said anything to the world, started buying up these masks, N95 masks and protective gear, and now are selling them back to us at an exorbitant price. But if it was, and there are people out there saying, "Oh, the Chinese." When was that? Xenophobic. In January? Yeah, okay. December, January. Well, if you're in January, COVID is not even an asterisk in our world yet. But it was in China's, right. and they didn't let us know. So how are we going to blame President Trump for that? I'm not. Who no, is? but people are saying he's xenophobic because of the Chinese. Let's give President Trump and the governor a pass on everything they've done up to now. So forward thinking, moving on, let's do the right thing. All right. We have and who will determine the right thing? We have inadvertently lit up the phones, but we have to take a break. So I'm going to take the break, and we're going to enjoy two-minute calls from a series of guests. Or coming ask up. them to call back when we have more time. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle is worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. Welcome back to the KOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the mark, 1-800-795-9565. Let's get to our phone calls. Bobby, you are on the mark. Thanks for calling in. Bobby. Yes, yes. Uh, uh, good morning, everyone. And once again, thank you, everyone up there at Sunbury Broadcasting and Joe and everybody else for being there and, uh, you know, d- doing what you do. Uh, Joe, I was going to ask you something, Okay. Uh, you know, physical exercise and, and all that. I mean, is 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 necessary? Uh, you know, to keep or whatever to keep you know anybody's health going. Of course, when I was growing up, we rode our bikes to the Isle of Q. In fact, I worked. I walked to WKOK one time uh, d- during a snowstorm, and that and, and I had a backpack and everything. This was back then. Uh, but, but but anyhow, you know, I agree with you that uh, that the those those health care those yeah like gyms and all that should be open and. Also, uh, if you go into the locker rooms type thing in the middle, you're going to have showers. You're going to have, you know, with chlorine, I mean, you know, with uh, uh, you're going to be clean. I mean, yeah. I mean, so basically, even when you go over there uh, or, or to any of these uh, um, facilities and that, uh, I, I'm going to say cleanliness and taking care of all that, that's what they do. Well, yeah, I may never get another steam at the YMCA again as long as we all shall live. I'm sure that's a hotbed of a viral activity. Good points, Bobby. Yeah, thank you very much. Appreciate all right, that. Thank you. Yep. Uh, Dan, you're on the mark. Thanks for calling in. Go right ahead. Hey, good morning. Why, yesterday people were talking a lot about science says this, science says that. Well, a lot of the science they're trying to talk about is not experimental or repeatable. To have true science, you have to do the experiment and be able to repeat the same thing over and over and over with the same results. 
So, Ohm, since you gentlemen work in radio, you probably heard of Ohm's Law. <laughs> That's repeatable science. With this epidemic, we don't have repeatable science. We go by different theories on how to slow it down. So, we don't really have any true science on how to handle it, but like I, like I said the other day, the epidemiologists that I agree with said we should handle the areas that have the most uh, cases of COVID-19 and restrict, have the restrictions in them areas such as Hazleton area, like uh, Philadelphia, Pittsburgh area have the restrictions that are on us in this area, in them area, let our area operate normally, maybe with some restrictions on going into nursing homes, that kind of thing. We don't want to carry anything in there or carry anything out. But the governor has said that he is going to open up in uh, counties that are less affected. So we're not exactly what the, the nature of that will be, what he will determine at that point. And in defense of the governor, he has said that he will rethink some of these things. Yeah, uh, I hope he rethinks a lot of them, and soon. Yep. Well, and, and uh, uh, I, think, I think what the governor's doing is precisely what you're saying, just not in the same time yeah, frame you might we be. Did. What, we sh- what I wish we would have done was started out that way instead of ending this way we could have been open for business in this area and a lot of areas and some whole states when they had it closed down that's what that people like me that's why we think there's more maybe more to this than just a virus it may be government government trying to show it Oh, a big agenda. Yeah, a lot well, of people yeah, are afraid of that. That's why people like me think that. And some of our Mark, po- some of our political if, leaders are tone deaf. For example, Nancy Pelosi sitting in front of her twenty four thousand dollar refrigerator, showing her fifty eight dollar <laughs> bottles of gelato. I love the car- I love the cartoon in the paper this morning. Okay. <laughs> Joe's got his fox funnels on. <laughs> uh, Dan, Dan, are you ready? Electric current is proportional to voltage and resistance. <laughs> yep, you're you got it. Yep, it's a you can I can do an experiment in Ohm's law. Well, we got to get to another call, but I just wanted you to know and, I hadn't forgotten. Yep, it. and you guys know your potatoes. And, <laughs> Thank you. And right. uh, but yep, I'll call back later. I wanted to say something about okay. PBS. Okay. All right. Well, you know when life gives you potatoes, make potato salad. All right. Yep. Thank you so much. All right, Stan, you're on the mark. You got three minutes. Uh, okay, Mark. Uh, question for you. How can you prove or disprove that the social distancing and all the mass stuff and all that has worked or hasn't worked? Good point. 
Well, I think it's it, it's just science. If you have people that are uh-huh, congregating uh-huh, and, a, and a disease is spreading uh, pandemically, epidemically, and suddenly you seal off the opportunity and the disease stops, which is where we are now, then you're, you can say that that's a good theory and that uh, you can continue to practice it. And as Operative the, as word a, being theory. Right. And as the governor yeah, is trying theory. to do, well, it's a scientific theory. It's, I mean, I, I, I have yet to make up anything. <laughs> Thing on this show that I'm talking about here, but the, no, I wouldn't say that. <laughs> but, yeah, but I understand what you're saying. It, so, it's it is hard to believe that our rural area with our wide open spaces could suffer from a pandemic, but it was spreading oh, into no, our no, area. No, 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 no. I've never said that. Well, I'm but just, what I'm asking is, I didn't say how you can did. you prove or disprove it? One way or the other. Well, you set up a theory and you do your experiment, which is make people stay at home, and then you look at your results. I have the answer for your question. I have the answer for your question. What you need to do is the kind of testing that shows whether or not individual people have an immunity to it or whether or not they've ever had it. Well, we don't have widespread testing. If we had that kind of testing, we would know whether or not, if people have widespread immunity, we find out that there are many people who have a gene or something in that that makes them immune from this disease, then you would be right. We, you know, all the masks and all the other stuff would be wasted. Go ahead, Stan. Well, and time, time will tell because they're working on that stuff. But, you know, the people that are screaming and hollering that they don't have the test, don't have the test, don't. How can you make produce a test? I'm going to ask this simply. Okay, new virus, never seen before. Chinese weren't being very upfront with the information about it. How can the people in this country produce a test at the snap of their finger to be able to tell who has it, who doesn't have it, who's had it? And are they immune from it? You know, that's what they've been screaming about for the past three months. Not enough tests, not enough tests. Well, I'm sorry. You can't snap your fingers and expect that test to evolve out of thin air. Well, Joe Biden thinks it should. (laughs) Well, Joe Biden thinks a lot of things that uh, isn't in reality, so I don't put much stock in anything Joe Biden says. I think you could say he has a dog in this fight. Yes, he does. Well, okay. We'll let it go at that. But that's my theory, because... You know, they've been yelling, you know, the science, science, science on the mask and the distancing and all that. But you got a a couple drugs that are are helping people get over it when they catch it that can't use it. It's not proven. We haven't done enough tests on it. And, you know, it's killing people, which which is a lie, because that drug has been used for 65 years or better. And And from the information I've seen, it hasn't killed anybody unless... Something else is going on. Well, they're saying that the people who have been given it die at a higher rate than those who have not been given it. They're not saying anything about whether or not it's helped other people, so it's hard to say. Right. Thank you, sir. Have a good one. Bye. Bye. Stand on the news line. We'll have more open phones. We're going to do a full charter of headlines coming up as well. You are listening to News Radio 1070 WKOK Sunbury WKOK News Time, 9 a.m. Time for CBS, then local news. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1 800 795 9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark, 
Mark Lawrence, and Joe McGranahan. Greetings and welcome on board the WKOK Live Telephone Talk Show. On the mark, we're back to open phones. We would just love for you to call in. Uh, we are questioning science today, talking about what in the world is the governor using in order to come up with his data, and talking about uh, the theory that uh, why does the central Susquehanna Valley have relatively few cases so of the COVID-19. So we invite you to weigh in on this topic, one 800 795 9565 on the mark sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. Please check them out at sunburymotors.com. You're welcome to email us just one email so far. Uh, that was uh, sent to us by Billy, and we'll read that on the radio, questioning the government's uh, motivation. What is it? Is it science or is it political pressure? And so we'll let you guys answer that. On the, You can also text us at 70236. That's our text connect system. Sign up at WKOK.com. Evangelical Community Hospital has received COVID-19 RNA testing kits that will provide faster results than were previously available. In a release, Evangelical says it received a limited supply of kits that will provide results within an hour of the samples arriving at their lab. Because of the limited supply, the use of the kits will be prioritized for patients who have been admitted to the hospital, emergency department patients who are going to be admitted, and patients being discharged to skilled nursing facilities. Evangelical says in-house use of the new test kit began Wednesday morning. Governor Tom Wolf gave more insight into Pennsylvania's slow reopening that will start with construction on May 1st. Then on May 8th, some areas will be allowed to restart some businesses. They'll go into the yellow light zone. The phase will continue to limit on uh, things like high-risk activities, such as keeping school buildings closed, restricting restaurants to curbside pickup or delivery only allowing retail to reopen with protections in place for workers and customers and preventing large social gatherings. Then the green face would lift remaining restrictions on other parts of the valley. No indication when this part of the valley might get the governor's green light. The first positive COVID-19 case has popped up in a nursing home in Northumberland County. It's the first region-wide case of COVID-19 at a nursing facility. Nursing facilities are locked down, staff being checked for temperatures when they enter and other restrictions are in place. Agency on Aging Director Karen Leonova says she doesn't know which of the county's dozen or so personal care homes or nursing homes uh, the COVID might have uh, popped up. Sunbury Motor Company, of course, our sponsor of this show, says it was a pretty weird month. At the beginning, nobody really knew what to expect. Our initial thought was just to monitor the need for our services, either with service or parts. And every week was pretty much the same in, in regards to how many people were setting appointments. Tom Murch, owner of Sunbury Motor Company, said over the past month, many state residents voiced their complaints about not having access to buy a car. And the state legislature and the governor agreed to online notary services. That gave the green light to Sunbury Motor Company and other auto sales. And as a result, interested customers can start at sunburymotors.com now and participate in a car purchase. But please leave that black Ford Ranger over there in my category. In the Valley, one new case each was confirmed for Union County and Snyder. County. That leaves 30 positive test results in Union County and 31 in Snyder County. No new cases reported in Northumberland or Montour counties. Abigail Martin discharged from Geisinger Medical Center and her 11-month-old daughter Megan Martin and now in critical condition at Geisinger after a hit-and-run incident earlier this week on Red Ridge Road in Union County. 29-year-old Tyler Bean Dow of Mifflinburg facing a charge there. And America 
Americans remain overwhelmingly in favor of the stay-at-home orders and other efforts to slow the spread of the coronavirus. According to a new survey, AP poll shows that a majority of Americans say it won't be safe to lift social guidelines anytime soon. More than a month after schoolyards fell silent, the poll was taken. Most Americans are favoring the restrictions on social interaction to curb the spread of the virus. Only 12% of Americans, hardly the sliver that I described it as, but 12% of Americans say the measures uh, where they live go too far. About twice as many people, 26%, believe the limits don't go far enough. The majority of Americans, 61%, feel the steps taken by government officials to prevent infections are just about right. Eight in 10 Americans say they support measures that include requiring Americans to stay in their homes, limiting gatherings to 10 people or fewer, numbers that have largely held steady over the past three weeks. Okay, are you done? Are you done looking at videos <laughs> over there, buddy? Well, I was just waiting for you to finish. No, I was actually looking something up that I wanted to check, but keep going. Email. All right, we have an email from Billy. Billy says, Governor Wolf announced on Monday, April 20th, quote, on May 8th, construction will resume statewide. These limited steps forward will be closely observed in the coming days and weeks to ensure that they do not result in a rapid increase in COVID-19 cases, unquote. Governor Wolf announced on Wednesday, April 22nd, quote, a phased approach relies on safety and science. Construction that was previously deemed non-essential can begin on May 1st, unquote. At Wednesday's press conference announcing the reopening of construction on May 1st, no explanation was provided detailing what science, data, or facts had caused the date to be reassessed. Was the governor using science on Monday and bowing to political pressure on Wednesday, or is, uh, or was he being arbitrary then and now he is being data-driven? We are being assured that the Pennsylvania decision-makers are following a reasonable science-based approach that seems doubtful. <laughs> well, I think science is the foundation for his decision-making, but I think public pressure and political pressure is part of it. He's not completely deaf, the governor, so I think he's hearing what... Eh, the what you say? <laughs> I think what the Republicans are saying. And I think public pressure is mounting to, to allow certain acceptable businesses to open. For example, I know an independent contractor who he can go two days at a site and not encounter any other people until he needs lumber. Then he goes goes to Lewisburg Builders, backs his truck up, they load it into his truck without him ever getting out of the cab of the truck, they put an X on the form for him, and he drives away, and he goes back to the work site with whatever parts or lumber or whatever else he needs. There's absolutely no reason he has, should have to wait till the 8th or the 1st. He should be underway now. And other construction jobs are like that. That, that prime facility thing, you know, they think the risk is satisfactory at that so that they can okay. continue with but, proper but here's, precaution. here's the thing. Opening that up is good, but eventually somebody has to be able to pay for that work to take place. And if no one's got a job, you know, these private little kinds contractors, who I agree with you, could absolutely open up safely and work, aren't going to have anybody to pay the bills because people's businesses have been shut down. People don't have jobs to go to anymore. I got a bulletin for you, Joe. Most people have money still. Half half the valley is almost unaffected by this, other than stay at home. Do you realize Financially, that, that the majority of, majority of people in this country can't, don't have $400 for an emergency or some but large see, percentage? That's their ongoing life choice. That has nothing to do with today. People choose not to have savings and choose to have enjoy oh, I, you think high that's debt. a choice 
that people have low savings. People made a decision. I don't want savings. I'm just going to spend every cent I get as fast as it comes in. I think people would save if they had enough revenue to save. Would we like to have a governor construction conversation, or would you like to talk about (laughs) systematic poverty in the U.S.? You can do either, whatever you want to talk about, but don't blend them. Well, I believe that you need the economy. Maybe my, my comment or my opinion wasn't artfully made, but I will say that I think if the economy isn't functioning, eventually no one will have the mechanism or facilities to pay for the work that can be done. Artfully said, for a change. Mike, you're on the mark. Boy, listening to Joe there, it sounds like he wants to open up this economy and kill people. (laughs) Get him out there. Get him out there. Get him exposed. He just wants (laughs) the gym. Darn it. No, I don't want people. I don't want people dead. But I honestly believe there are safe ways to do things. You know, we hear Absolutely. that all the time. Absolutely. And the, re- the reason I called, I was listening to you guys' discussion there to, at the beginning of the show, or when I turned in. I guess I'll call that my beginning. And some things came to mind. You know, I, I'm just kind of like an observer of this whole thing. Okay, I'm stuck in my house pretty much, and I'm, I'm kind of watching. You know, as many networks as I can. And it seems that there's a pattern that's developing. As soon as there's anything that sounds remotely positive, the media comes out and pounds it over the head with their media and their scientific experts to say why it isn't good. You know, what, first, can I stop we told, you, Mike? Mike, what media? Make sure you're clear on this. Well, it doesn't matter. It could be MSNBC. It could be CNN. It could be the news at the bottom and the top of your half hours and everything. It, 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 uh, hear me out. Okay, first we were we heard ventilators. People aren't going to be able to get ventilators. And, and we, we found out that wasn't true, okay? We have enough ventilators. And you can, you can counter and say, well, we took action. But the reality is we've had enough ventilators. And then uh, the testing. You know, it, it sounds like testing, you know, these people, it was like they were getting paid money for every time they could say inadequate testing, not enough testing, no tests, blah, 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 on and on. You know, and it's every time when we st- first started coming out talking about the potential for opening, bam, right away it was, look at what happened in Sweden. Sweden never closed, and look at their death rate. Well, you know what? I looked at Sweden's death rate. 1.3 people per 1,000 people in Sweden had died. What do you think the death rate in the United States is per 1,000 people? I have no idea. Take a guess. I just said it, 1.3. That's the same here as as there, huh? Exactly. And in in uh, oh no, I'm sorry, I made a big mistake. The the death rate per uh, thousand people in Sweden is zero point two. In the United States, it's one point three. Okay, so uh, six times the death rate of Sweden. But the, the reality is, people the mainstream media was reporting as high as. The death rate in Sweden was 17 times higher than their surrounding countries, okay? They're trying to compare apples to apples. Well, if you look at the map, Finland and Norway are the surrounding comp- uh, countries to Sweden. And, okay, Sweden did have a higher death rate than those surrounding uh, countries, but it wasn't as much as you would expect. So every time anything positive comes out or anything that says, hey, we can open up this economy, it just gets beat into the ground. And by the experts. Now, Joe, you make an excellent point. This disruption of, of our medical system is going to have real consequences. Example, my son has had a temporary crown on since January, okay? Temporary crowns aren't made to be on that long, nope. okay? He, he needs some treatment, but he can't get into the office. 
how about everybody that had their routine physical examination scheduled in the last month and a half that wasn't allowed to go? Maybe the doctor would have found that they have a, something that needs to be taken care of. How about all the health issues that are going to come up because we are quarantined? You know, lack of exercise, lack of sunlight, lack of routine, lack of social interaction, suicide, alcoholism, drug addiction. No one's talking about that. All they are talking about is the name, and, and this is where I'm going to probably cross the line. We've got to stop you. we got a caller going, but well, go ahead. Make your point. Finish up. Okay. Okay. Anything, like two or three months ago, no one envisioned Trump really losing this election. Now, right now, the Democrats have the worst candidate I can imagine they're running, <laughs> and it looks like Biden's going to win, you know? And, and yeah, I don't think, the, I don't think the, the blue states are in any hurry to open this thing up, because the, the only reason they'd be in favor of opening it up is that there could be a spike and they can blame that one. <laughs> I don't know. I still see Trump as winning this. I, I know that he's he may have fumbled some things and he's getting some criticism about other things, but I think a lot of people in the back of their mind do what Joe's doing, saying this is an unwinnable situation. You know, I didn't see coronavirus coming. How can I fault other people, even though you know he's supposedly informed? I, I think Trump's just being the way he is, and I don't think people are going to fault him for that. He is who he is, and everybody knows how he behaves and how he speaks and tweets and so on. His supporters support that. His people that don't support him aren't, haven't changed or, you know, they don't have any additional fodder today. All right, we got to take the next caller. Cindy, last Bye. caller before a quick break. You're on the mark. Good morning, gentlemen. Morning. I wanted to answer an earlier post question about what's, and I'll shorten it by saying what's with the masks. So initially, they said we didn't need to wear masks. The common people did not need to wear masks. And that went on for quite some time. And Dr. Adams, who is the uh, Surgeon General of the United States, he spoke out about this yesterday because the issue was raised in the um, daily press conference. And so why did they then change their minds about that? And there were two reasons. Number one, when they first said not to buy these expensive uh, masks, not to wear these masks, they were attempting to direct all the masks that were in the country to the medical providers. If everybody went out like toilet paper and hoarded masks, this would have pulled all the available masks away from the care providers, and they were at the greatest risk. So what they were doing was triaging, we call it in my field. They were deciding who needed the greatest, and the greatest need was with medical personnel. And that's why they told us not to go get those masks, and we didn't need to wear masks. Then as time evolved, lo and behold, contrary to what they expected, and this is the medical people, who were expecting this virus to behave like influenza, like the flu, and it didn't. And one of the ways it didn't was, here it turned out that people were walking around shedding the virus, and they weren't even sick. They had no clue, didn't know they'd ever been sick. They were kind of like typhoid Mary. I talked about her once on the, the Steve Jones show. A woman who had typhoid was had no symptoms. That's what asymptomatic means. You have no symptoms. You're fine, except you're giving it to everybody you come in contact with. So what they said was the only way to address that is to get everyone to wear masks. And if everyone complies with that, that'll stop these asymptomatic people, the people who are giving it to others and have no clue they're doing it, will stop them from sharing it in public. 
My mask protects you. Your mask protects me. <laughs> exactly. It has nothing to do with saving Dr. yourself. Levine. It has everything to do with not sharing it with the next guy. Just like, you know, uh, you know, married people don't kiss each other when they have bad colds. They don't. It's just common sense that you're not going to do that, right? Yep. The other thing that I want to say is about opening up business again. And I, I look for a reasoned approach. And, Mark, you made a very compelling case about that construction man. I mean, some of this has been silly. Do the guys on my roof putting on my sh new shingles, are they going to give me coronas? Heavens, no. I mean, unless I go out there and hug and kiss them in gratitude, there's <laughs> very little I think they'd rather, ha they'd rather have money, you know, Cindy. <laughs> I can put the check under a rock on my sidewalk, and we're good to go. So we ought to be reasonable about this. And those people who are at high risk, and, you know, apparently a lot of people discussing this have not read the plan from the federal government, which was put together by a bunch of scientists and physicians. The president is surrounded by physicians. I can rattle off, I think, seven of them. Uh, they, uh, and they all are giving him their, they have votes. They actually vote, and he then decides what's going to happen. So, um to suggest that he doesn't have science and reasoned people advising him and that his decisions aren't born from that is just ridiculous. And it says so much now that they, the press has turned to attacking those people, those physicians themselves. Dr. Redfield yesterday, last week it was um, Dr. Fauci, they've been after Dr. Fauci repeatedly, said to terrible things, even to his face, which he doesn't take kindly to. But anyway, if you're worried about catching this, you know what you should do? Stay home. Just because I open my beauty parlor, I do not have a beauty parlor, doesn't mean you have to set foot in it. Stay home. Right. If you're fearful, just stay home. But that doesn't mean that the rest of the people who are not fearful, who have already had this, who have very low risk, who don't have a, uh, an illness like diabetes, heart disease, etc., that puts them at higher risk, that doesn't mean they shouldn't be able to go out and move about society. Can I say you amen? Can I say amen right. to you, Thank Cindy? you so much, Cindy. Really, thank you. Thank Great you. explanation. Thanks. Thank it's, you. It's a novel virus, so we are uh, learning as we go. But you know what, what gets me in, in line with what Cindy was saying? You look at these people uh, who are out there every night with the president and these conferences, and they all, they'll say something, and the press, if, they, if the president says, one thing that seems like he may disagree with them or have another opinion, they're all over it. All right, can Chaos I in the White House. Don't watch CNN, MSNBC, or Fox. <laughs> Turn them off. Watch PBS. Weather what you can. Read the New York Times. Whatever <laughs> source you get that you think is objective, I think it'll probably listen. Watch the whole news conference yourself. You know, it's hard to watch it. It's a sort of at a busy time in most people's lives. Well, so the one thing record it and then play it back. But make your decisions yourself. The one thing Morning Joe said this morning that I thought was reasonable. He said the president is suffering from what's called the law of diminishing returns. <laughs> that these news conferences are so long, and you know that that there's just. Well, people nobody can out. watch the whole no, thing. No, people tune out. No. And that's why the governor, and he's doing this frequently now, having media availabilities, they are curtailed at 30 minutes. It's just 30 minutes. You get what you get. You, if you need more, you can email the governor. The potential exists that they'll reply. Right. Sometimes they do. Sometimes they don't. But uh, that's all there is. And, and the same with the press briefings by the uh, Secretary of but Health. The president has tried to answer every question. I mean, he stays there for a good long time. I think maybe he should. If he cut it off, they'd say, well, the president 
president is trying to be non-transparent. He's cutting off our questions. Mm, that's true. You know, so again, it's I don't no think the situation. guy can win. Who I don't think that I did. Okay, and I believe it. <laughs> this uh, taking the avoiding the further delay on this commercial break is a no-win situation. Okay. So we have to take a quickie break. Uh, we will be right back. But please light them up, folks. What do you think? One eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five is our telephone number. One eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. The governor will have another media availability soon. So what's your question for him? Let us know, and we'll we'll put it to him, so to put, so to speak. One eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. Call us now. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle's worth. The SMC Way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC Way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC Way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC Way? The SMC Way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. Welcome back to WKOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the Mark. Call us now, 1-800-795-9565. Joe, upper right-hand corner, if you would. Please. says, if someone doesn't want to exercise, it because they don't want to ex- it's because they don't want to exercise. I'm the same age as Joe. I go out and walk for 45 minutes to an hour a day. I do not feel any restrictions. The easiest exercise known to man, walk. Dick, I agree with you. I walk 30 to 45 minutes every day, but I'd rather be at the gym. You lack motivation, though, to do an hour... Or well, more. I mean, it's, you know, it's, weather's bad, it's cold, it's windy. It's not always the most pleasant out there to take a walk. I lack motivation every day. I'm not dissing you. Okay. <laughs> my wife drags me. I mean, my lovely bride and I go for a walk uh, once or twice a week. I think I'm starting to detect fraying here. You refer to her as your <laughs> wife instead of your lovely bride. When it comes to a walk, yeah. What are, and then she takes me on heart attack hill. Oh, it's bad. Not good. Amy, thank you so much for dialing up. You're on the mark. Hi, I just wanted to make a quick comment. I was just out to a a retail store for a pickup, and, um, you know, starting Sunday evening, I believe the governor and the secretary of health from Pennsylvania asked us, recommended us, to wear masks. And ordered Um, businesses to wear them. Yes, exactly, for both customers and employees of the store. So Mm -hmm. just a helpful hint regarding mask, it's not going to do a darn thing if it's not covering your nose or down around your chin. <laughs> I see that so, a lot. Yeah, people with their nose sticking out. <laughs> really? Yeah, I haven't um, seen that. It doesn't that. do a darn thing. And um, I, as I was leaving the retail store, um, you know, there was an employee that had a mask on but wasn't covering either her nose or her mouth. So, you know, come on, people. It's a hindrance. Nobody wants to wear them, but it's going to help prevent the airborne virus. I, I'm curious, so, Amy, what what kind, what was that mask of that employee covering if it wasn't covering her nose or her mouth? Well, it was h- hanging down underneath her chin. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> I thought you know, maybe it was a I've Lone Ranger type people mask. people take them off to talk. Um, not going to do anything. Not going to help. <laughs> you know? So, yeah. 
you know, the, the helpful hint is make sure it's pinched up at the bridge of your nose and tucked down underneath your chin. Yep, you should be covered. breathing through the cloth, not back, you know, yeah. around the periphery. You didn't see mask. anybody at the store not wearing a mask, did you? Um, no, they had masks on. Okay, but good. Mm-hmm. They had them uncovered, so to speak. Their nose and their mouth was uncovered. Hmm, that's not good. I saw good. two people. And I saw just the opposite the other day. I went to Wise's. The butcher was back there, and he came out to bring some stuff out, and he was head to toe in a zoot suit, just these two uh, eyes you could see poking out behind safety glasses. Everything else was white. <laughs> I mean, he was covered. Well, by, that's okay. Right. Yeah. He's, he completely you covered know? up. Yep. All right. Thank you so um, much, Amy. Thanks, thanks for the call. Really, call really again, appreciate Amy. that. 1-800-795-9565. We've got a call coming in. We'll catch up on texts. Go ahead, Joe. Uh, one of our texters says, I don't know why one of your callers said this is a new virus. How could we have a test? Then how do we know people do have the virus and are dying? There are tests that can detect if you have it or have had it. In my opinion, we are keeping this under better control by wearing masks and social distancing. That's signed by Bob. And another texter says, the New York Times is not an objective newspaper. They are a biased liberal rag. The AP is a leftist biased organization. It shows in their reports in the newspaper. The Microsoft MSM uh, mainstream media media. is extremely biased and not worth the airtime they take up. The only place a person can get the truth about what the government is or isn't doing is the daily press briefings. Yeah, I agree that the New York Times is biased most of the time, but as I said on their coverage, coverage it's been straight down the line they have an ombudsman panel to help them stay objective in this and uh, i think they've done a fabulous job i'm sure they'll win many awards for not uh, and they don't stick it to the president at any opportunity i mean they've questioned some things but they've certainly endorsed and they carried prominently today his remarks about the georgia governor and some elaborative comments from other people that were at this news conference yesterday so i'm just saying if you want to if you want objective information this is one place to get it at this time. Same with NPR. AP definitely has a left-leaning. I wouldn't say I've detected it in the COVID coverage, but it certainly is evident in other areas. And I think partially some of these um, news reporting organizations are simply reflecting what the public wants. You know, they want to hear what the governor says, sort of unfiltered, and so that appears biased. And they want to hear what, you know, maybe Chuck Schumer or the Democrats want unfiltered. And so you get that. Or they want to hear the president unfiltered. You know, I mean, the president is biased and all these other individuals are biased. It's hard to distill that out. Does that make sense? All right, we got caller standing by. Next up, uh, we'd be pointing to Tom, who's calling from Sunbury, Pennsylvania. Good morning, sir. Yeah, after listening to these these right-wing calls this morning, I'm glad we have a good Democratic governor. <laughs> yeah, it works out to our favor now. Because you guys are in the... I don't know if you guys ever seen any polls, but everybody that calls this show is in the minority. It's, it's about 66% of the people don't want this thing opened up too quick, and then one-third do. So you're, you guys, everybody that calls is in the minority. Okay. In your th- in your thinking, and, and you- these these Republican governors down south, they're going to kill a lot of people. There isn't one state down there that is following the president's guidelines. Not one. The guideline was you had to have decreasing decreasing cases for 14 days before you could uh, think about opening up 
and you were only supposed to do it with with uh, things that people could keep social distancing from. So what does the guy do when Georgia he opens up bowling alleys and and hair salons and, and tattoo parlors? I mean, the, 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 the guy down in Florida is a real nut because he says that professional wrestling, the WWE, is a necessary uh, is a necessary business. So this this the, you, these Republican governors are going to kill a lot of people. They're crazy. Well, don't you think that they are looking at ways to do this safely? I mean, that's the whole argument they're giving you. Yeah, they, they they're aren't just breaking the rules. No, let the me, rule let, is, is you have to have fourteen days. Okay, it's not a rule. Of, it's a of, suggestion. Of the thing going down, and it's not. It's not Every a rule. Every one of them is Tom, breaking the rule. It's not a rule. It's a request. It's a suggestion. Uh, it's a request, but they're still breaking their request. But here's the thing. I mean, what these governors are doing is they're not just opening it up. They're putting restrictions on it. They're trying to find ways to do this safely, and that's my argument. There's got to be a safe way to do some of these things, and well, that's what they're trying to do. How do you give somebody a, a tattoo when you're six feet away? Well, I don't think tattoo parlors are necessary any day of the week. Forgive me. I don't have a tattoo. I don't want a tattoo. <laughs> well, how, do you, how, do you have, how do you have wrestling? <laughs> well... But why can't I go to the gym? Why can't I sit six feet away or eight feet away from somebody on another piece of equipment? Why can't I get my hair cut? If the, if they... You know, they showed a thing on TV about when you cough, if somebody coughs, how far it goes. But it I goes could... a lot further than six feet. But I could get my hair cut wearing a mask, Tom. I can get That can be done. I can wear gloves if I have to. You want your goatee adjusted? Well, well, I don't want my. I don't have a goatee. (laughs) In my opinion, and everybody, a lot of people, because you guys are in the minority on this. And then another thing, they had these nuts. I didn't see any in Harrisburg, but in uh, Michigan, they had guys with AR-15s in the crowd, and and they had people with with. uh, Confederate flags. Now, what, what does that have to do with COVID nineteen? I don't know. All right, but don't you think? Don't you yeah, think? They were. They had these nuts. I would say, <laughs> out of all the people down in Harrisburg that were protesting, maybe one third of them. I don't even know if it'd be that much. Were concerned about being having a government open because of jobs, and the other ones down there were just Trump supporters. That were just going out of their mind because he wasn't having any rallies for them to watch, and they just had this this stuff built in them that they had to get out. That's, well, the, that's what I think it was. I don't even think it was really too much about opening up the state. It well, was just a bunch of right wing Trump supporters that that had to get a lot of frustration out of. You must you must be thrilled, Tom, that the president has said he thinks the governor of Georgia is going too far. You must strongly support the president in that, right? Well, he says that, but he's just saying that. He's just oh, okay. saying that. He's just saying that. I think he's just saying everything he says. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much, Tom. Appreciate the call. We've got to take a quickie break. Tom, we will... Tom thinks a lot of folks are nuts. Yesterday it was me. Today it's a bunch of other folks. But that's his opinion, and he's entitled to it. And he may be right. He may be. <laughs> Welcome back to WKOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the Mark. you got to read all the words on the right, and then we'll get to Chris. A lot of Henny Pennies out there today, Joe and Mark. Thank you for your coverage of the numbers and your coverage of the virus. It's nice to have a local channel that does that. The sky is falling. And then one of our texters says, There was open carry at the Harrisburg rally. Why is Tom so angry? He sounds so bitter. What happened to make Tom so bitter? 
Another text says, unfiltered quotes from anyone in a news report is fine. It's the little editorial comments put in by the report in the reports that show their bias. Hey, Tom, this is still a free country. Just because you leftists don't want it to be so, it doesn't matter. Chris, you're on the mark. Yeah, leftists don't want it to matter. Yeah, right. You see nothing wrong with what the president's done, huh? Not really. Not really. Okay, how about recommending a chloral hydrate and hydroquin and having a <laughs> Oops. For any but there American are, who wants it? But there are stories that people have taken it and have been cured, and there are other stories well, that... Stories that you now know, you ask me a question. You ask me a question. Let you ask me a question. Let but me answer. It Let me answer the question. For once, just listen, because you ask a question, then you don't want anybody to answer. Oh, the president recommended it, and there were reports, including one from a Democratic congresswoman, that it helped her. He said many times... I don't know if it will work or not, but maybe it's worth a try. That was his position. And I agree with him. And if you had said to me at the time, this is all we've got, do you want it? I would have said yes. And most of the people who took it survive. Right. So, all right, Chris, yeah, go ahead. Which is, which is total nonsense and foolishness. And all of a sudden they've gone silent as crickets about that. You don't recommend drugs with dangerous side effects just uh, willy-nilly. That I mean, drug's been around for years. The, the attorney general should have arrested him for it. That, that drug has been around for years. Its side effects are well known, and it's given to people safely for other conditions. Yes, for uh, but if you have a heart condition and various things like that, no, 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 no. You think the doctors are too dumb to know where it's contraindicated? I don't. It I think they say do if know. If your doctor wants it, you say he said he wanted every American who wanted to try it to try it. That's but, the point. But the doctors would be the ones to the give it. And it black market for it, if, they, if possible. And it also, and it also uh, uh, prevents the people who actually need the drug to have a hard time getting it. It I, was total foolishness. I haven't heard and any he stories about a shortage of it. He did, was contradicted by his experts just yesterday, two or three times in the, in the press conference. All right, so, moving, he has a different opinion. On. Yep, okay, what? moving on. What else? Uh, well, uh, he, he, and I think Tom was right about that. The, the, he, he'll, he'll threaten Democratic governors with all sorts of things if they want to stay close too long, and even has the Attorney General calling to call it a violation of civil rights to have a shutdown. But the... the Georgia governors, yeah, well, they want to try it, blah, 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 blah. It's, it's a whole different story. So you can see where he's leaning. But, and, and the masks. Every, he has all these masks. He's talking about all these masks. In New Jersey, there's still a shortage. In New York, there's still a shortage. They, they, can't, they, can't, they have to use one mask for a week in places. And in the VA homes and hospitals there's shortages and he has direct control over sending them there so you've been to these places and seen the shortages yourselves or have you been listening to the left-wing media again he's listening to fox oh, news they oh. did a shortage about Joe, they Joe, did a story about the fox question news is too. not whether it's left-wing media or right-wing media i enjoy right-wing media when it's accurate yeah, fox i enjoy left-wing Fox did a story about the mask shortages today. It's not the bias, it's the accuracy. Well, then you must not be enjoying left-wing media very often. Left-wing media 
has gone bonkers in the last 10 years. All right, I mean, one, one minute left. We got callers know, waiting. I used to listen to it and get some good information. I don't think he heard you. I listen to it now, and it's all nonsense. All right, you got one minute left. Go, go, go. Uh, the other thing he did wrong, of course, was he shut the borders early and then just turned it off. A problem solved, we're done, 15 cases be down to none. The experts were telling them that was nonsense. What has the president if you done? Look that what the was experts were telling <laughs> them, they have emails now and they have some testimony from the doctors of what he was really being told. He had information. He did not share it. The WHO was also sending him every, every, all the information they have. They didn't make announcements publicly, but they had all the information that they were making their oh, public announcements. We've got it now, Chris. We understand. WHO, good. China, good. President of the United States, I bad. Didn't Thank you. I didn't say anything like that. I didn't <laughs> say WHO, perfect. I didn't say China was good. Come right. on, Joe. Sounded they, like it to me. You see what you do? <laughs> see you, what you, you need to, to get that left-wing ear trumpet. In order to counter what I'm saying. <laughs> Doesn't that tell you something? All right. Thank you so much, Chris. Really appreciate the call. Dale, you tell me I win, you lose. Go right ahead. You're the last <laughs> caller kidding. before a quick break, and then we have other callers waiting. Go ahead. Uh, I want everybody, Trump supporters, to come up for air because <gasps> what? Uh, look at the situation we're in. I mean, Trump don't know one small business. He never met a small business owner. Oh, that's not right true. Now, that just, is not true. That, Dale, that's not he true. He has met many small business owners. Class. He can't hear you. He just put a nail in the coffin of the middle class, something that the Democrats have been trying to do for 30 years. Trump did it in four years. So, I, like I tell people, it doesn't matter if you're Democrat or Republican. Like I said, only thing that matters is people should have the right to ha- have access to food and an opportunity to get a job. But now, our buddy Trump... Now these billionaires are playing the chess move while everybody's down and out. And then you're going to see right now subsidized social socialized subsidized socialist country. And that's exactly where they're headed. Look at Bloomsburg and, and Bill Gates. They're moving. Bloomsburg? They're What's going on in Bloomsburg? And they're going to put everything on you guys. And What's going on in Bloomsburg? Wait a second. Wait a second. You said Bloomsburg. What's going on in Bloomsburg that we're not aware of? Michael Bloomsburg. Oh, Bloomberg. Bloomberg. Okay, you said Bloomberg. Yeah, look at all the billionaires, what the moves are making. You got they're them, being Joe. very active right now. Okay? What they're doing, they're securing their fortune under Trump's watch. Okay, so all, all I say is they said in another six months to a year that a billion people are going to be starving on this planet, and there's going to be probably two billion people struggling to find work. So is that what, so like I said, you guys, it, the bird has two wings, a left wing and a right wing. So look at the bird. All right. Look at the body of the bird. Look at the breast of the bird. When the bird starts, thank you so much, Dale. When the bird starts eating the cheese, we're in trouble. It's a world of cheese out there. It is. On the market is brought to you by the Sunbury Motor Company, and we want to tell you that SunburyMotors.com. That website just got all the more valuable. Now you can do some online specials. You can look at my black Ford Ranger with all those accoutrements, the Raptor. Please don't buy. Go ahead and buy it. Whatever. I can get another one. But you could still now build a Ford car or truck. But I tell you what, they are packed full of vehicles down there. 
because of the fact that they got orders coming in while well, they couldn't sell them. So now they are overstocked. This is a buyer's market, in case you haven't heard. So please go to sunburymotors.com. Check out all the vehicles. they got pre-owned vehicles. They like to move them out so they can make some room for new cars. Ford, Hyundai, Kia, Lincoln, precise specifications as you see fit. And that's what they would love to outfit you in at the Sunbury Motor Company. They would just love for you to enjoy an opportunity to make a good deal there online, online notary service. Uh, they can even come up with a way to look at your vehicle without you being there. And they would just love to super serve you like they always wish to do at the Sunbury Motor Company. SunburyMotor.com. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Sunbury Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle is worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. Live telephone talk show on the mark one eight hundred seven nine five nine five six. Oh, we probably won't have time for more callers, but uh, yeah, we, we got, got texts too. So we got Van standing by. Good morning, sir. Welcome back. You're on the mark. Good morning. Hey, real quick for people like Tom, here's a little advice. You know, when they open stuff up, you can just stay home. You can stay home for the rest of your life if you choose to. You know, but but people want to get back to work. And a cryptic message for Dale. Now the bird has two wings, a left and a right. But it also has a tail and a beak, front and rear. Now, Dale will probably understand that. No one else will. <laughs> That's a world but, of cheese. <laughs> and, and, you know, this deal that Trump being against small business, that is the most ridiculous thing I've heard in my life. Oh, I agree. President Trump <laughs> took some action to try to protect us from this, this coronavirus. And, you know, he did it based on the so-called science at the time. Now we're seeing the death rates aren't as bad as they were you know, there, there has to reach a point where we where we get back to work. And I realize, you know, there's going to be a chance of spreading this, but with practicing social distancing and wearing masks, I think we can get back to work. I know a contractor that is, he decided he's going back to work, regardless of what the, the governor says. And I think we're going to see more and more of that going on as time progresses if, if things aren't lifted and people are allowed to get back to some type of normalcy. You're absolutely correct, you know, and I agree with you. The, the, I, the president stood up there and he called out Yale University for being willing to accept all this money when they have an endowment in, in, in trillions, you know, and the Congress just keeps throwing money, throwing money. The president's trying to get a balance here, and all he gets is criticism day in and day out. I'm, I'm willing to cut the governor some slack. I'm willing to cut the president's slack. When Yale slack. and Harvard and somebody else decided they're not going to take the money now. After the president embarrassed them. Right. You know, and that, that we can't yep. count on every business to be like the Shake Shack and voluntarily give it back, saying we don't need it. You know, so I think the president's in a tough spot, and he's doing a heck of a job. I think. Yeah, I, I think he is too. I mean, it's 
I don't know of anyone that could stand up and take the questions for the length of time he does. And, and he's, you know, he, I don't think he's that proud. You know, when he doesn't know something, he says, I don't know it, I'll check into that. Yeah. You know, so he's, I think he's for the people. I don't think he's trying to destroy anybody. I think he's there to help us. And I think the news media and, and some people that, that seem to just be so filled with hate are so against him, it's almost like they, they want to see him fail and the country go down with it. Well, and yeah, Joe said it best, uh, most articulately. It's a no-win situation. You know, you, if, it's like you, you get it at any level around here. Anybody who is a decider gets horribly second-guessed. I mean, I've seen it at right. fire scenes where a fire chief says, you know, we're going to do this and open the wall or open the roof. Next thing you know, somebody says, well, you're damaging this and you're blah, blah, blah. It's like, you want the firefight or you don't? You know, call a different fire company or something, you know. Well, I'm just saying, second-guessing is a full-time job around here. Yeah, I'm, I'm just thankful that we have a president that isn't afraid to make decisions. And and I, I don't think he's ashamed to take responsibility for it either. And I think, you know, our governors, you know, President Trump has given it to our governors to make decisions based on each state. But I, I heard something about Bill Barr is going to soon step in if some of these governors don't start to comply with, with some sensible actions that need to be taken. Yeah, well, he'll get he'll get criticism for that too, Van. You can bet your bottom dollar. I'm sure. He gets right. criticism for breathing. Yeah, right. You guys have a good day. <laughs> Thank you, you too, very Van. much, uh, Cindy. You get a minute of fame. Go right ahead. Oh, great! Listen, in Pennsylvania, 21 counties have only had 20 cases or less. 20 cases or less, including Sullivan County, has only had one. <laughs> I'm going Why to should they be under the same restrictions that Philadelphia is with 9,700 cases? And by the same token in Georgia, 50 counties have fewer than 20 cases. 50. It's a very rural uh, state, not unlike us. Why should they be under the same restrictions as Atlanta or Savannah? It's just silly. And this is the same uh, argument that Dr. Burks made on about what Jacksonville opening because most of the cases in Florida are in Miami and the Miami area. Jacksonville has a very low incidence. People really need to be uh, looking at this with reason. You can't, it isn't supposed to be one size fits all. That is not reasonable. That is irrational thinking. You need to say, what is the incidence in this area? Okay, it's very low. Allow the businesses to open again. What is the incidence in your area? Very high. Tough luck, you can't open. <laughs> Stay down, yep. Yeah. All right, thank you so much, thank Cindy. You. Appreciate that. Joe, do your work. you got a lot to uh, do One here. of our emailers takes issue with me. He says, Chris is correct about people who have been using hydrochloroquine or, uh, for conditions like lupus and RA. They're having difficult times getting their prescription filled. One request, try being a little less dismissive of callers who disagree with your point of view, Joe. I'll take that under advisement between now and Monday. Right. He's got three days to think about it. Tomorrow, U.S. Senator Pat Toomey. Next week, uh, Linda Slagle-Calver calls in. So does Jason Bendel, Superintendent of Chicago School District. This is WKOK Sunbury. WKOK News Time. Now to Dan Patrick.